Welcome to True Parent for Life. I'm your host, Christina Vera. And I'm your co-host, Mylene Sumboys. So today, we are going to, I feel like a drum roll needs to happen. Like, do do I got you. Yes. So as we're wrapping up first quarter, right? Like, we're almost in second quarter? Well, we're, yeah. No, we're wrapping up first quarter. Yes, we are. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. March. March. It's... <laughs> March is next week. Yeah. That's crazy. According to this. Well, you probably won't hear this till like April but or as March. Of today, but March as of today. Week. So March is next week. So it's the end of February. And for those of you who have been, you know, we talk a lot about business. We talk a lot about entrepreneurship. And, you know, we've been having a lot of conversation and even inquiries about managing up. And what does that mean? How can, you know, um, you prepare for your team's evaluations? How are you evaluating where your business is at? Especially right now, like stock market is getting funky. Things Uh, are happening. Gas is $3 a gallon. I mean, the world. Yes. The world. This could go and you want to go CNN? I, <laughs> I mean, mean, where I'm do just, you want to go with this? Um, I think we could go everywhere because it's, I mean, it's for everything. Yeah, Russia's trying to invade Ukraine. I mean, it's just like craziness that mm-hmm. is happening. And we know when things happen abroad, how that impacts, you know, Home. everybody's country. Mm-hmm. And and so, you know, today we just wanted to kind of do a check-in mm-hmm. as we're talking about performance reviews. We're talking about, you know, how do we how do we forecast for stuff that we may not even be prepared for? You know, just as we're starting to see a dwindle in COVID nineteen, now we're seeing stuff that are that's happening in other countries that you know could potentially lead to another war. And I mean, nobody wants to think that, but this I mean, it's just crazy. It, it doesn't make sense. And so, yeah, that's a separate conversation. But we know that when things like this happen, it does impact the way the world works and how business um, is able to operate and in some cases not operate. So Marlene, I know you were really, really talking a lot about, you know, just that process of managing up and you're always talking about operations and how do we scale. And so what are your thoughts? There's so many. Um, so the world is just like, let's all pray for the world right now, right? I was listening to news um, from Dominican Republic and the country's trying to figure out what is their stand and what's happening in the world. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of countries right now are having that conversation. And I think as citizens, even though we can't control what's happening out there, we do have to start preparing for what's happening in our own household. That Would that be with the stock market? That be with wars? That be with anything? I, I pray that it doesn't get to that. That is my, my biggest thing, that common sense and civility, right, comes in. And that doesn't get to where, where we think it could go. Mm-hmm. But then what can you do in your house, right? So I think at one point we talked about, you know, are you having enough food in your house? Are you having, you know, are you managing your budget? So the way that you are having some savings in case something was to happen. So I would say that as a, as, a, as a general statement for everyone, if you have stocks, talk to your advisor. I have my advisor and I have he had a whole workshop about what's happening with the stock market. So if you have stocks and you're seeing them going up and down and there's, you know, don't freak out. Talk to your financial advisor. If they're not able to help you, it's time to get a new financial advisor. Right. Uh, Perry Jeffries, please. <laughs> that's who mine is. I recommend him. You can listen to his stuff. So that's a conversation of that. Personally, um, I look, I, I went through my pantries and when I started seeing what's happening and I started to see okay do I have enough you know non-perishables in my house do I have you know toiletries and things like that just in case it gets to a point when I can have those things later can I have them now you know the gas is going up that makes everything goes go up 
So don't go, you know, out there and try to buy everything. Yeah, don't buy all the toilet paper, <laughs> she please. <laughs> I mean, let's not go crazy. Mylene is not saying go and right. stock up and go to Costco's and take everything. Like that's not that's not what's they are limiting you anyway because yeah, they know how we are. People are crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you know, but just have enough essentials, I think, um, and be mindful, right? Like that's that's all we're saying. We're not saying go panic, but you do want to be prepared um, in case something like that was to happen. So how can we prepare in business? Like, I know you've been doing a lot of, like, kind of reviews on, you know, operational things. And, you know, now that we're getting ready to wrap up first quarter, like, Mm -hmm. what should we be thinking about as we've had almost like a full quarter of 2022? So as you are looking at your numbers, right? So go back to your numbers. So as you, if you have a business, look at what have you done so far from, you know, look at what happened last year Mm -hmm. and then look where you are from January to now, let's say almost March by the time you listen to this, what was your first quarter like? What goals did you have? Did you accomplish those goals? If not, why not? And then what can you do to make sure you get there? If you're managing people, I think this is a time for performance reviews. That's one of the questions we got. Like, you know, I'm getting my performance review next week. I'm nervous. And you should never be nervous for your performance review because if you have a good leader and a good manager, nothing should be a surprise. Right. You should not walk in a room and be like, they have all these negative things to say to you that you never heard about. If that happens, then I'm going to give you some some things to think about and how you kind of combat that. Because a performance review is a way for, for you and your manager or you and your staff to have a conversation about how the work is going. How are your skills going? You know, what are you doing well? You know, review some of the things that you could be improving that you probably should have talked about this already. And then also, what are some of your goals? Like, where do you want to go in the company? Are you happy in the position that you are? Do you want Do you want to get promoted? If so, what steps do you have to take to get there? So one of the things that we always talk about is managing up. So a lot of people think the manager's responsibility is to kind of guide your whole performance and your whole promotion journey at your job. And as a good manager, they can guide and help with that. But it's not their sole responsibility. It's mm-hmm. yours, too. You know, some people say, well, my manager never gets it or they don't understand me or or they don't like me. They don't have to like you, but they have to to, to lead you. Right. So you want us if you find yourself having some difficult conversations with your manager every time you meet with them or they're not you're they say you're not getting them what they're asking of you, then having a, a good conversation about what are your expectations? Have you had a conversation with your manager? Mm-hmm. What are your expectations of me? What are my responsibilities? Mm-hmm. And once I have that conversation, I love email. So I will send an email being like, thank you so much for being with me today. I really appreciate that meeting. Here's a recap of what we discussed today. And here's the next steps that we agreed upon. Mm-hmm. That's number one. Yeah. So you document, have to, document, yeah, document, document everything. Pause and go back to that piece. Okay. Right. Cause that's very important. Um, the next thing I would say is schedule um, regular meetings. Mm-hmm. Like we have monthly meetings and week, actually weekly meetings, bi weekly meetings with our staff, right. where we go over updates and things like that. You should have at least a bi weekly or monthly meeting with your manager especially if they're the ones that have direct access to your promotion, right? Mm-hmm. About how your performance is going. That's the best time to figure out if something is not working well. And they'll see that you care. A lot of managers get surprised when people ask for that because it's a great time for feedback. Also accept the feedback in a way that you know it's for constructive feedback, right? right. It's not there to, to humiliate you. It's here to help you. And how you respond to that is really important. Sometimes we think about you want more responsibilities, but can you handle the ones they gave you? 
a lot of people want to be managers and they want to lead teams where they can even lead their own work. They can even do their own two tasks that they've been given to do. So mm -hmm. if you don't do the, your two tasks or your 10 tasks that your boss gives you well, what makes you think they're going to promote you, right? right. So you want to definitely start mastering what you have and the responsibilities that have been given to you. And then you can ask for more, mm -hmm. right? Are there workshops, are there classes in the job, right, that you can take to help you prepare for leadership? What position do you want next? Then ask your manager, can he help you? Can she help you get to that position? If they're not the ones that can, who can? Right. Who can you talk to? Who can you connect to? Who could be your mentor to mm -hmm. prepare you for your next position? Right. So those are some of the things. Yeah, I mean, coaching is essential. Like, you should never really stop learning. Like, even if you don't really get a whole lot of, like, negative feedback on certain things, you always want to be thinking about what else is out there, you know? So reading, you know, I don't really sit down and read, like, books a lot. Like, I mean, I, I can do an audible on occasion, but I love reading articles. Like, I will read an article before I think I would pick up a book, Um and so I think it's important that, you know, figuring out like if you're in finance, you know, what's what's one of the publications that, you know, constantly has the updated, you know, best things, best, you know, ethics, tactics, because that kind of information is essential is what's going to continue to make you, you know, the expert in your field or at least help you to really shine when you talk about, you know, promotions and you talk about wanting to, you know, kind of prove yourself or show you know what your capacity is or what your capabilities are like you have to be willing to go the extra mile like nobody is going to come along and just pick you out of a sea of you know thousands of employees you have to go like what Mylene was saying like go talk to your boss and, and you know be intentional and saying hey can we get these meetings scheduled hey you know can we talk about my performance and I don't want to just talk about it you know once a year during my review um you know and then documenting that so uh -huh. that you also not just from your boss's standpoint you can be kind of okay this is where I'm struggling with this is where I'm mastered at in finding people that are really going to be able to help coach you I think LinkedIn is like one one of those jewels you know social media there's so much social media out there and sometimes it can be a distraction trust me i know i'll be watching videos and i'm like Christine, <laughs> three hours later you're supposed to be working and that, and there's some comedy never mind but on tiktok <laughs> there's some comedians on there i promise you they just light up my life i just <laughs> like okay what did he post today but we have to utilize these tools mm -hmm. for our personal development and for our growth and growth opportunities and so linkedin you know um really is a resource where you can you know you can research top experts in these industries and you know I mean, they may not answer the message, but they might. And if you get the, the the paid subscription, I don't have it. I still have the free one, but I heard that the paid one helps you really push you in front of other people. But I think that's the biggest thing is just like you have to bet on yourself mm -hmm. at the end of the day. And, and, you know, going back to what what are you really passionate about? Why do you why do you want to work in this you know particular sector? And willing to put in the work that you're, I mean, because it's not going to fall out the sky. Nobody is going to hand it to you. You are going to have to be willing to put yourself out there, be vulnerable enough to learn, be vulnerable enough to ask questions and really go after what it is that you want. And nobody owes you anything. And I right. think this is one of the biggest things, right? I don't know if it's what generation this came from, not what, what I was growing up, but... <laughs> 
you know, nobody owes you anything, right? right? Like you're not entitled to anything. Like you have to work for everything. Like I've been working since I was 16 um, in a movie theater. I was a babysitter first, but then in the movie theater. And, you know, I work in, in distribution centers. Like, and I never thought like I'm entitled to anything. And I don't know if it's because where I come from that I, you know, but I find in some companies, people feel like they're entitled. Like, well, no, they should give this to me. But why should they right. give this to you? Right. I don't believe in, in working three times as hard to prove myself. I think that that's just too much pressure for any human being. But you're doing your best. Right. Like, nobody's going to ask you to do more than your best. So if you go to a job, you know, if you're doing your best, you know, right. you know. You're, nobody, you know, you yeah. look at you, go down to your, your, yourself and be like, hmm. Am I doing my best? Like, right. did I take three hour lunch? Like, you know, like what? You're doing your best. You're doing homework at work. Right. I mean, let's, and, and, and if you are, let's hold on. Because <laughs> if you are doing I'm not, I'm your not homework at work, maybe that's allowed, right? Maybe it's a slow time. and But every job is different, right? If, if Depending on what industry you're in, your flexibility is different. Mm -hmm. So if you know that you you cannot work 40 hours because that is going to interfere with the goal of yours to go to school, then you have to have a conversation right. with your manager. You know, this is very important to you. And if your manager really cares, they will find a way to help you. And that's yeah. one of the things that I found. If you're a manager and you're listening to this, you really need to figure out what is your role in here, right? How do you really want to impact your employees? Like mm -hmm. if you want them to give you their best, you have to help them be their best. And that is, that is solely on you as a manager. And some managers, I don't blame them because they were never trained. They just, they were thrown to the wolves. Oh my gosh. Like here you're a manager, you have 10 people now and these people would never coach up properly, right? So however, if you're a manager and you know that you're sucking right now, and I'm gonna be real about this because I met some, you have no excuse. And I say that because there's a lot of um, videos, YouTube, there's books, there's there's articles, there's so many things. Google's there for you. Mm -hmm. Find ways of how to become a better manager, how to lead better. And then I truly, and we truly believe in this, which is, you know, personal and professional investment in yourself for development. Mm -hmm. I think we invest in ourselves so much because we want to be better leaders, because we want to be, you know, uh, better community leaders. And, and we invest in ourselves to help ourselves and others. So you mm -hmm. have to make the investment. And I, and I know Darren Hardy says this all the time, 10% of your salary should be invested back into yourself, whether it be for personal, professional, it's at a conference, it's a books, it's a workshops, it's a online courses, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. should, and if it's not 10, because you can do 10, then do five, do one. Whatever that percentage is, always put that in your budget to the side for personal and professional development. Right. Since I've done that, I think my life has truly like just expanded to, to the max because I'm able to invest back to myself. Mm -hmm. So when I coach people, that's an investment that they have to make on themselves. If right. they, they want to be coached by us, that's an investment. And that's up to you if you do it. Mm -hmm. But if you cannot afford a coach right now, that's fine. That's why you have to print for life. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's why we're here to give you some advice. But definitely um, as yourself, asking yourself if you want to be in the job, a performance review is actually really great because sometimes you have conversation with your your employees or your manager and you realize you don't want to be at that job anymore. Mm. And that is a hard pill to swallow because, and sometimes your performance is not an issue, right? Like we find your passion, we find that your true passion is teaching and you're here in a call center and you're like... I don't want to do this anymore. I want to teach. Then, you know, that's that's a true conversation to have. Right. And maybe you need to figure out a transition plan to go into teaching. 
because maybe you want to start as a subs as a sub teacher and then if that's still your passion then go fully into that because life is short and long at the same time right and it's not it's not worth for you to waste it doing something that you don't love and yeah. appreciate especially if you're a manager if you're leading a team and you really hate your job please do us all a favor <laughs> and find a different one because you're not you're you're killing your team and mm-hmm. and i say that you know it takes I, I, as I've learned and, and I've been, you know, in some newer roles and visiting different different departments, different buildings, I can always tell who has a strong leader and who doesn't. Uh-huh. And I'm not saying strong in the sense of, you know, having it all figured out, but you can tell when people are working alongside of leaders who really value the input, really value collaboration, really value, you know, wellness as a whole. Mm-hmm. And and then I can walk into buildings and everybody looks miserable. The 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 building is just the, the energy. energy. <laughs> I mean, and I'm big on energy, so it's hard for me to be in spaces like that where I feel the energy is so toxic and it's so um you know, because cause once you get to a place of, of really being aware and really being, in, you know, in tune with how you function and how you operate, you walk into other arenas and it and it instantly messes with the peace that you work so hard to create. And so I, I feel like, you know, this is not only for employees or people who are looking to excel. You know, this is for people who are in, you know, the management role as well. You might have been doing this 10, 15 years and you're burnt out. Mm -hmm. And I think we've seen a lot of burnout, especially in the face of the pandemic, um, where leaders were stretched in ways they they never had to be stretched before. Mm -hmm. Now, because there's labor shortages, you know, you're you're just, you know, unintentionally, maybe sometimes you're you're putting a lot on your employees because you don't have enough people, which your boss is probably getting, you know, also, you know, stressful calls from their boss because certain things are not happening the way that it is so it's it's certainly a a chain effect and i believe that that trickles from the top down so you know going back to what we've said in terms of really evaluating like who you are how you want to show up to the world every day but really asking yourself is your leadership a reflection of you are these the people you want to work for? Is this the type of culture, you know, yeah, it might pay your bills, but nowadays you can find corporations, you know, they, I mean, everybody's hiring, everybody's Mm -hmm. hiring. And so, you know, don't limit yourself in a space because it's comfortable Mm -hmm. because you, you you have seniority there or because Uh your desk is already decorated. Like that's a lot to move. It's just, (laughs) it's a lot to switch industries right now. Like, I've been in a call, you know, call center, as you use that example, or maybe I've been in finance, you know, to go be a teacher right now. Like, I don't know that that just seems like a lot of work. Well, mm-hmm. you got to ask yourself at the end of the day, you know, how, how do you want to continue your work life? Yeah. And I think sometimes, and I don't know, I don't think that we're there now as we were in the past where people wanted to give 20 years and the loyalty and they never wanted to leave because God, like that was, you know. But I feel like it's not about the loyalty thing or the work ethic. It's more about, is that the best place for you? Mm -hmm. Because if it's not the best place for you and you're not happy there, 
then no one is going to be impacted positively, right? Like no. it's just going to be like this horrible, awkward energy because you hate it there. Yeah. And you know, if you're in your car before you go to job, and you're you crying, like, Lord, like, did I win the lotto? You're checking your lotto numbers first before you walk in because you want to just hoping that you don't have to go in. Man. You got to <laughs> you know? have a whole conversation with yourself in the car before <laughs> like, you get Like what bills got to be paid today, right? Like if that yes. is where you are, you know, I may just suggest that you yeah. want to think about a change yeah. and you may not want to leave a company because you love it so much or because, you, you know, you feel like maybe you don't love it, but you feel like you owe them or whatever it is. But sometimes if they have to make a cut, right, like I have seen this so many times, like people like wouldn't take vacations, right. which I don't know how. Jesus, I love vacations. I'll take it every time I got time. If you are not taking vacations, you're not taking care of yourself, you're not taking care of your family because this job is like the all. If they ever had to let people go and they let you go, it's going to be triple devastating to you, right? Because I've seen it. We've seen it. We got in, we got in calls about this. So we're not making it up. No. And, and our thing is take your time. If you have vacation, take vacation. If yeah. you need to switch jobs, switch jobs. I'm not saying go back, to, go to your boss tomorrow and quit. We're not saying that's a disclaimer. What I'm saying is if this is not, if you're not where you need to be and you, and you know that because your heart tells you, then start making the, the decisions and mm -hmm. the steps to transition. Right. It has to be a plan. You can just up and quit because even though people are hiring, there's a process for that. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. And it, you can find a job so many times easier when you have one. Yeah. Right. So before you go up and quit tomorrow. Yeah. Start making the letter, though. I think you can make the resignation I'll letter. Your, I'll put the resume. <laughs> your you resume. Know, put it on LinkedIn. Set, set yeah. an exit date. I love exit dates. All the people that we coach that create an exit date, they usually get to leave before the exit day they get mm -hmm. real excited yeah so i would say find an exit date and then you know i think it's fun sometimes you just write the letter and have the letter ready because it motivates you uh the resignation letter but then start looking for your next what is that is it your own business is it you know a different position whatever it is mm -hmm. you can do it you can totally do it that's what you want it is going to be difficult sometimes in the beginning because it's a change a transition it's something new mm -hmm. but if that's truly what you want you should go for it yeah and as Maylene mentioned earlier it's like the preparation process too you know research what do you need and if you're making career changes or industry changes like what are you going to need to to thrive in that industry is it another degree is it a certification is it a letter of reference so you know to Mylene's point it's it's all about planning it's all about strategy you know if if you feel like you know what it's time to move on that's fine but you know have just put the plan into motion and, and create those deadlines and those dates and really think through, okay, what do I need to make this happen in a way that's going to not impact me financially and not add additional stress to my life? Um, but it is something that I need to hit the gas on because, you know, there, this is, you were not designed, life is not designed just to kind of, you know, be stuck in, in a situation that's not fruitful, that's not you know uh, what you can see yourself I think that those like you said earlier like some people go into corporations 20 30 years and you know corporations ain't loyal like that and then you know they might have been at one point but they definitely are not loyal like that now and you know you have to be thinking about your well-being you mm -hmm. know now I'm not saying like be sneaky and not really you know like do your you, job do your job <laughs> you know what I mean if you get hired to do a job and you love it like do it well do it even well. if you don't love it do it well you know do it well because you know you are there to play an important role everybody's role is significant there's no insignificant position in any company 
any any of that so do your job but if it comes to a place where you're ready to make the change just start really planning for that Mm -hmm. and as managers like you know it's it's your job to really you know develop your people develop your people so that if you need to go on vacation they know what to do when you're not there some people i remember managers used to be afraid to train people you know because they're like oh they're gonna replace me i'm like well bet replace me because at the end of the day you are uniquely you Mm -hmm. and there's certain things that only you can do and but so don't be don't come from a place of you know fear or you know like holding back be who you are and at the end of the day if it's for you it'll be for you mm-hmm. but don't don't cheat your employees or cheat other people out of fear that somebody can come along and replace you or that they will you know do something better than you i mean that type of management and that type of leadership is also a huge no no like mm-hmm. We have to get away from feeling like we're the only ones. Like we're not replaceable. Like everybody's replaceable. Absolutely. Everybody's replaceable. Unfortunately, like now it may not have the same energy. Like if you think about some of the people like who have passed away, you know, that were like famous people, Mm -hmm. they're legends because of the work that they did. Like nobody will ever quite do it like them. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean there isn't multiple singers and rappers or athletes or fashion designers Mm -hmm. who are going to go off and create something else from that inspiration from that inspiration but you're always going to be a legend in your own way and i think it's going back to like what what is your legacy how do you want to leave the world how do you want employees to feel when they've had the opera i have no no supervisors that i've ever worked for that i could say man <laughs> you impacted me. My whole life. My whole life is because no, not <laughs> one. And it's so sad because I've worked, you know, like the mission uh-huh. of some companies and organizations was really dear to my heart. But that leadership or lack thereof, I mean, it really pushed me to to figure out, all right, you know what? I, I gotta figure something else out. Like I can't, I can't keep coming to work every day dealing with the negativity and like you said a lot of the managers i've had they were not even fit or prepared to Uh be managers they Uh were thrown into those positions because they had been there the longest or they had the degree or the the credential (laughs) and it was just like they made everybody miserable Uh and it's just like that's not the type of work environment that anybody should have to be a part of and if you are a manager and you feel like that's the energy you're bringing to your team then you need to quickly fix it fix it self-assess Get the coaching, get the therapy that you need, ask for help, mm-hmm. stop acting like you got it all figured out and your team is suffering. Ask for training. Ask for training. And, you know, and, and if and if you feel like you're not being impactful, step aside. Yeah. And I think you as a leader, your best your best testament of how good of a leader you are mm-hmm. is if in your absence, your team can continue to thrive. Right. Like in our absence, we have amazing team. I think at Femergy, we have an incredible team. Now, thank God. Yes. We right. love you all I mean, so much. so much. Right. Like if we had to step out for illness, for whatever, whatever the case may be, God forbid, our team is able to carry forward with an incredible quality. Right. And that's a testament. And I think in any position that I ever led teams, I always train people to take my position because, you know, I'm not going to be here for life. Right. Like something could happen. And we've seen this day in, day out. So I never want a company either to suffer because I didn't do my job, mm-hmm. really my, my responsibility of training a few people to take over 
what I did. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're in a position where you're looking forward to probably become a leader and you're in a group of like, right? Because I think one of the things I saw too, one of the questions was, and we'll address this later probably, but I'm going to quickly address it now. If you're in a position where you're looking for leadership and you have, you're really groupy with your groups of, of, of coworkers, you probably want to start making a distinction. And it's not like you're going to be a snob, mm-hmm. but you do have to start, uh, you know, behaving in a way where when you get to that leadership position, people are going to respect you. Right. So if you're going out and drinking with your friends now and being a fool out there, when you become their manager, they're not going to respect you. They're going to think about the times you were drinking out with them and you were a fool. They're not going to be able sometimes to listen to your leadership. So I ask that if this is something that you want to do in, in this specific place where you are, that you start, you know, acting the part. Like mm-hmm. I always say, I start acting the part that you want next, right? So whatever that is. Um, so that way you don't face later. Because I think a lot of people that got promoted and that one of the one of the biggest pains for them was they don't respect me. Right. And I'd be like, because you were drunk last week with them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Now you yeah. got promoted and now there's an issue. Yeah. So just slowly, if that's what you want, prepare yourself for that set yourself as an example you know slowly yeah and i think too if you're um if you find yourself like a a younger leader or manager Mm because we i've also heard a lot of people who like maybe they just graduated college or they're you know just like a young young professional and most of their team is seasoned like they've been there 15 years some of them was up for that job and they didn't get it (laughs) and now they're upset And I I would encourage you that you have to spend time with people, Mm -hmm. you know, and eventually they will see your heart. They will see your leadership. They will see why you were chosen. Mm -hmm. And but that takes time and that takes intentional effort to connect with people. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I've had a lot of people say, you know, because I'm only this age, they don't respect me. And, you know, I'm I'm young and they think I don't know anything. But but on the flip side you have to you have to be willing to show them and spend time with them get to know them because they have value Mm -hmm. they've been there a long time they've seen many different variations of that company or that department so include them ask them hey you know yeah i might be on this side of the desk but what you have to say also matters Mm -hmm. so it's all about culture building Mm -hmm. culture and climate if you haven't heard anything we said today Culture and climate is truly, truly what you as a manager or a potential manager really need to be thinking about as you're talking about managing up. Culture and climate has to be at the forefront of how you run your corporation, how you run your teams, because if your people are not happy, your people are not thriving, your production, your numbers, all of that will reflect Mm -hmm. in in that. So make that a priority, uh, culture and climate. That's that's what I have that's to like say. That's like a hashtag, like yeah. a tweetable moment. <laughs> right? Yes. Wow. Well, well this hope, is great. I hope this was helpful. And if you have tips as you listen to our episodes and you're like, okay, well, I really like what you guys had to say, but I do this, you know, you have some tips under our, you know, YouTube or Instagram or anywhere that you listen to us, share some tips of how you handle some of our topics, especially this one about managing up or performance mm-hmm. reviews. And, you know, what are some of the things that are working for you? Because our readers will love and our followers will love to read um, your tips and your tips can help them out. Yeah, it might even help us. You never, <laughs> there's always a learning opportunity. Like even when you're on the other side, like, yeah, we're on the microphone, but um, we learn so much from other people every single day. And so learning, growing should never stop, regardless of once you hit that C suite, if that's your goal and that's your thing, or 
the, the, it just doesn't stop. It, it really only has begun. So absolutely. Yay. Oh, I love this. Well, I could talk about business and performance review all day because I love leadership so much. I think that's one of our favorite topics um, is talking about leading people. So well, we're going to leave it here for today and we're going to come soon again with more topics um, and more things. So please like, follow all the things that um, we are. Listen to our episodes. We have some great things coming up soon. Yes so many great things coming up soon and we'll share more and we're actually going to start even going live yes surprisingly right in yeah. some of our um social media so stay tuned follow us and feel free to reach out to us if you ever need us and like yeah. we always say it's, it's bigger, bigger than, than you. you thank you so much for listening today we're excited and we hope that you follow us on instagram true print for life a youtube channel also true print for life and make sure that you share 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 like watch our videos make sure that you follow us on all streaming platforms